0: It's kind of weary tie. But I'm
1: not from nine to five I tried that life but said goodbye I'm not always polite but The job done. who says This work can never be fun I'm simply unprofessional Evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host Webby. Join me tonight. We got Devin.
0: Hey, everybody, what's up,
1: Devin? It's just me and you with no Rob this week. Last week it was me and Rob without you.
0: Yep. Well, I was there last week for like a second.
1: That's right. You should have. You were the special guest at the very end, the tail end.
0: Yep. I came in like, what's up? Uh,
1: so this week, Devin, we're, uh, there's a couple things I want to, you know, we can talk, we can chat about. Um, this
0: week weekend issue, Webby's gonna chat about stuff with me. He's gonna hate on the shows that I recommend. I, I, I didn't
1: say hate on. He's okay, hate on the shows. Now I listen. Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there because you know we rag on me being a racist of SU apparently because of like all the things that come out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, earlier today, Devin was like, "Hey, what are we doing for SU?" and I was like, "I don't know if you have any thoughts." I'm open, I can, you know, if there's a show or whatever you want me to watch, I can I can watch it before you get home. And he's like, okay watch the first two episodes of this show called Warrior. And and you had mentioned this show to me before and I looked it up and it's, to be fair it's it's a bunch of Chinese people who come over to San Francisco as laborers.
0: Yep, it takes place during the Tong Wars. Yeah. Which is like the early 1800s.
1: Yeah. Um so it's it's that kind of, you know, thematic, you know, scene here. And I write to Devin. <laughs> Hold on, I have to do this verbatim. Uh, let's see. I wrote to Devin. Uh So 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 this next sentence is going to sound racist, but it's not intended that way. But you love making me watch Asian shit, don't you? <laughs> but, I, listen, yeah, that's that's verbatim what and I said to like, Devin.
0: And then he's like, you don't even recommend me stuff that it's not. Like, fair,
1: that's not. To be fair, I... I with the exception of How I Met Your Mother, I don't remember the last thing that you recommended to me, especially for an SU, that was not Asian-oriented you. in some fashion. I
0: recommended you two things fairly recently.
1: Okay, what?
0: Uh, the first one is um, the second season of... Uh, what is it? Uh, hold on. I'm not the Unibomber. Well, that, that, that worked. Mindhunter.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. I recommended you or Manhunt.
1: Ma- Manhunt.
0: Yeah. I recommended you Manhunt. You didn't tell You didn't watch that yet. And then I also recommended, I've recommended Ozark to you like a month. And I don't think you've watched Ozark yet.
1: I don't think you've ever recommended Ozark to me.
0: I've mentioned that it does not times. sound
1: familiar to me at all.
0: I've been like, yo, Webbs, Ozark is definitely something that's up your alley, and I really want someone to talk about it with. And it's like three seasons, and Jason Bateman is really good. I've brought yeah, this up I, a couple I, of times.
1: I 100% I don't remember this. Um, yeah. There have Seriously? been, especially in r- r- the recent days, there has been probably reasons on my end as to why I don't remember this conversation at all.
0: Um. I would have recommend, recommended this other movie to you to watch, but it honestly just wasn't that good. The new movie on Netflix, Outside the Wire with Anthony Mackie. Oh, was I was going to ask
1: you movie. about that.
0: It wasn't that good.
1: Oh, man. I watched it. It,
0: wasn't, it, looked, I mean, it looked good. It, it's fine to watch. It's just like, like after like five minutes, you're like, oh, I get where this is going. And then you're just like, okay. This is cool. All it's, right. it's not like, it's not bad. It's not like a waste of time, but I, I guarantee you when you put it on, you're going to start doing other stuff.
1: Well, okay. So since you recommend let's start with the war with warrior or the warrior. Yeah. I don't remember which one
0: warriors, warriors. Okay. or warriors, warrior. Sorry.
1: First off, when I went to my site that I go to and I typed this in, there's a lot of things that pop up with warrior in it. So that's why yeah, I started asking sense. you the random questions afterwards to make sure I was getting the right one.
0: Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, you get a so, lot. So,
1: since you are the one who recommended the Warrior to me, why don't you go ahead and start talking about how, like, essentially what the at least the first two episodes? Because that's all I've watched up until. Uh, I mean, so far.
0: I don't think that's as far as I've gotten myself. Like, well, um, well then why don't you I've, go
1: ahead and give us a rundown of essentially the premise of this show
0: up up till then? So the premise of the show, um, I read you the synopsis here. The Premise of the show is you know during the Tong Wars, it's which is like the late eighteen hundreds at this point in time. Um, his name, I think his name, Assam. Assam, Assam um, yep. Yeah, Assam. Yeah, his name is Assam. Spell A H S A H M, like two words. Um, one second here. Um, Sorry, I, remember I told you that that, that was going to happen. So you want to fill some debtor for a second? Be asking me a question about something else I would I love to, but I'm either. also
1: responding to someone. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I'll just stop my response because mine isn't as important. Uh, so yeah, so a song comes. It starts off with this with with all these. Okay, we're gonna use derogatory terms here because that's what they use in the show. But it show it, it starts off with a bunch of Chinamen coming off the boat, straight off the boat. Okay and they're landing in San Francisco and they're going through immigration and essentially this other chinese gentleman is explaining to all of them that they are now going to be workers for i don't fucking remember uh, father june june something or other um i i'm going to butcher all the names in this um but he essentially bought all of the people on these boats for they compared it to, like, a bottle of cheap wine and this, that, and the other thing. And one of the immigration guards, who's an American, uh, gets in the face of one of the Chinese guys and, like, shoves him to the ground. And son comes and tries to explain to the guy who, who's picking food up off the ground, he says, don't do that, you know, don't let these guys, you know treat you like this, this, that, and the other thing, and then the immigration guy gets in his face, and Hassan speaks English back to them, and they think it's a neat parlor trick, so then he gets melty with them, and the one big immigration guard takes off his jacket, he's getting ready to box this dude, and he's like, you want to fight me, blah, 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 and Hassan's just like, that's not the right question, uh, and then he literally... Like, within two seconds, punches out the other two immigration guards. Just one punch, knockout. And then he looks at the other guy, the bigger guy. He's like, you know, the real question is, do you want to find out if I can beat you? And uh, he ends up kicking the shit out of that guy, too. And that catches the eye of the Asian who is explaining to everybody who they work for now.
0: Yeah, his name's... uh chow chow Um, yeah yeah he's uh described as being like a fixer um he basically like sets you up with he has connections and sets people up with goods um and or people (laughs) yeah in this case uh yeah anyway so when he finds out when chow finds him out he pulls him aside and it's like hey you know don't don't let them know that you know how to speak english he's like it's just gonna cause you problems you know um and then he he's like i'm you know i'm gonna take you somewhere Somewhere special. He winds up taking him to, um, the June. like the leader, the Tong. Yeah, he takes him to a uh, young June, um, who is the 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 uh, the daughter, now the son of the leader of the Tongues, whose father June. Yeah. Um. So then, when well, he gets there, you know. Now I will say, the-
1: hold on. I will say, with the exception of a Asam, who you're supposed to like because you know he's badass. Was it Young Jun? Yeah, Young Jun. Fucking favorite character. (laughs) He is like your typical... If you you were to watch... Like an Asian... Like a Chinese martial arts movie... That takes place in China... And there's just like that one... Triad gang member... With his collar popped... And he's just acting super cool... That's this dude. This guy acts super cool all the time... And then you find out later on... By the second episode... You find out he's kind of a psychopath, but in a fun way. I don't. I mean, that's an odd sentence to say, but it's true. Because <laughs> man, he did not stop stabbing that dude when he died. When he was dead, no. And then he was like,
0: like "Yo, he's dead." he's just like, he lifts his head up and just slices thirty. He's like, "Yeah, you're right."
1: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I mean, we find out cool too that they have morals, like, well, I mean, not morals per se, but like a code, because like. We're jumping ahead a bit, but there was a shipment of opium, right? Um, and it was like the rival gangs' opium, and Young June just set the whole cart on fire. And the guy who was with him was like, "What are you doing? That's a lot of fucking, you know, molasses and blah blah blah." And Young June's just like, "We're not thieves, and this isn't a robbery. Like, we're we're here to make a point. We we're making it, so." we will sending a message, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. And- Oh, you're breaking Tong. up again.
0: Sorry, I, I was pouring something better. Yeah, the Tongs, they um they were the thing is they used to run the opium like they they were like the leader of in like the running the opium in the city. But then as uh actually Young Jun was explaining it to to Assam, he was like, Yeah, he's like somebody somewhere down the line pissed off some uh pissed off like somebody high up back in China and they they cut our supply off. Um, and then when that happened, one of the, the the other gangs moved in and started, you know, distributing opium. But then there was like a a deal those made basically where they would still be, they would still be allowed to sell opium. And that's how basically, you know, this all kind of started. There is a deal being made, but then now the deal is kind of not being honored anymore. So that's kind of where this is going. So yeah, though, there are a bunch of fighting. I do love the title of the first episode though, the itchy onion. The
1: itchy onion. Yeah because that's what a lot of the the new recruits in the June gang uh ones are called the, uh, the they're all called onions
0: <clears throat> yep
1: so i don't know why they're called onions i don't know if they actually yep. explain that but
0: uh, i don't know yeah, so basically, uh, kind of rewinding back a little bit, um, he gets locked in his room once he's there. You know, he gets locked in his room. He meets the head guy, and he's just not being very respectful. And then he, you know, he calls him back. He's like, "Hey, did I just come off a boat today?" And he's like, "No." He's like, basically, he was just like, "So pay me some goddamn respect." <laughs> you know, well, to be fair, like
1: watching that scene, I don't think that he, like Asam, was being overly disrespectful. It was the fact that he. When he felt like he was being dismissed, he didn't bow. He just turned and walked away. Yeah. And then that's when the other guy stopped him, and he was like, dude, you bow. You fucking bow to me. It's like, ah, Jesus Christ, this guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, I think Abraham would do the same thing.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) 100%. It's a respect thing. Um. All right. Sorry to interrupt. Just continue. Oh, you're
0: good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. So then basically, you know, when that happened, he, he wind up going to his, he got put in a room and was like, yo, Hey, you know, basically in like mafia speak. He's like, look, you're not, you're not a made guy. You fucking stay in your room unless you're going outside to piss your shit. Yeah. He was like, that's what you do. He's like, tomorrow we're going to, you know, we're going to test you out tomorrow. Uh, so then, you know, he's in his room. He's just kind of like sitting down and you could tell, like, he, he kind of understands what's happening. He's just kind of like, fuck, like he, he didn't really want to be involved in this, but at the same time, like it's better than the alternative of like working on the street. Yeah. because so he
1: he, he, He's just here looking for someone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We found out later he's looking for his sister. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's just kind of like, fuck. And then the next day he gets pulled, but basically during the, like, during like that day out, he winds up actually befriending, uh, young June. He winds up befriending him, and they kind of become like friends. And that's kind of where, you know, he, they want to go into a brothel. Um, and then, you know,
1: hell yeah, folks I, titties. <laughs> yeah. Shows a, lot of titty Shows a lot
0: of titties. Shows a lot of titties. A lot of titties. um. Yeah, so you had... Brr, brr, lost my train of thought for a second. Teddy distracted me. Okay. Brothels, they went to the brothels. Brothel. Yeah, yeah. So they went to the brothels. Um. Then the rival, and meet... rival
1: hatchetmen show up.
0: Yeah, well, that's where they meet Toy. Um, that's where they meet. That's where they meet. Uh, uh la la like a uh, uh, Toy. That's where they meet her. She's like the brothel leader or like the the madam of the brothel. That's what I wanted to say. She's like the madam of the brothel. Um, she's there and they meet her and they, you know, kind of like, you could tell that, uh, young June is like, knows her well. And, you know, she kind of walks him around, dah, 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 like make, you know, rings the bell. All the girls line up they get their girls and they go. And then, you know, we, you know, later, you know, uh, young June, he, he's in the room with, with two girls and these fucking hatchet men come up and just put a knife to his throat and drag his ass out of the room. <laughs> and then, you know, they're walking him down, and they're, you know, because while they were there, he, uh, he asked, what is his name? Sam asked, he was like, hey, you know, do you know this person's name? He's you know He said a name. I don't remember what the name was at yeah, the top of my head. I don't remember any of uh, I can probably tell you here, Helen. He asked, do you know... Let me see if I can find I know a Assam, I, I
1: know Young June, and I know Officer Lee. Those are really the only three names that I really remember. I like
0: Officer, Lee. Officer Lee's... Officer Lee like, looks kind of like a serial killer, being honest.
1: What are you talking about?
0: I, he just has that, that serial killer aesthetic. Oh, also, I've recommended letter uh, Letterketty to you. You you haven't watched that either. There's another thing I recommended to you. But anyway... Um yeah. So basically that happened, and then basically they were like, yo, you know, this was this was a guy that was asking about uh that girl earlier. And then basically and that's when um that's when the psalm comes on the stairs, he's like, No, I was. And then they are like, All right, well, you're coming with us. He's just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and then they start fighting. He basically kicks all their asses very quickly. Yeah, and then he sits down on one guy's chest. And he's just kind of waiting for them like stagger back up. They start pulling out hatchets. He's just like, "Here we go again." He gets up and kicks their asses again. And then, yeah. So then they leave empty handed. And then that's when he really impresses. That's when he really impresses Young Jun, and also impresses Atoy, and all that. And basically, you know, they go on about their way. And then you know later he you know he goes outside to have a smoke. And then like a comes out and she's talking to him. She's just like, you know, I forgot what like, how the speech, went, but, the, but the basic premise was, you know, like he was like, you know, you sold me out. And she's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, well, if you didn't, one of your girls did. And then, and then she's like, anyone would know better than to speak their business in front of a horse. Yep. And I'm like, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Like I feel like I was arguing that case in court. And I was like, "Well, I mean, she makes a good argument. She makes a really good argument." You're kind of just asking your business out in front of her. Um, and then you know you can tell that that there's some chemistry there with with those two. Uh, and then he winds up leaving. They go back, and we see him kind of get become like you know he gets his suit. You know he, he gets his suit and he becomes brand. like a yeah he gets a branded in a suit. He gets branded. Um, and yeah, let me see.
1: Now I will say while all of this is happening, there is an Irish pub in the neighborhood. And they are very anti Chinese because the Chinese are taking their jobs for far cheaper. Yep. And
0: uh, And Lee's, Lee's the only one who's like being like intelligent. He in, like when they're like I think mean, it may happen in episode two, I think, but like when they're walking through they're like, he's like, oh, it's more crowded than usual. Like, yeah, well, the, you know, the other officer's are like, yeah, you know, the you know the Chinese keep coming over and taking our jobs for cheap. They can get, like, 10, you know, they can get 10 Chinamen for the price of, like, one of us and, you know, whatever. And then he's just like, well, isn't that the, like, why are they blaming them? Like, isn't that the fault of the people hiring? Yeah, <laughs> yep. He's like, I mean, that's the fault of the people hiring him. That's not really any of the Chinese fault. But anyway, so why this is happening... Um, later to that night, that same night or later to that, like that night, the, um, these two Irishmen beat, basically beat bludgeon. Uh, these two Chinese men, they bludgeon them with hammers and like bash their skulls in with hammers and officer Lee, who we find out later is officer Lee sees it. And he kind of like apprehends the two. He apprehends the two. Yo, he did, he did much better with that baton than I thought he was. I'm not going to yep, lie. Yep. <laughs> Like he pulled out of the baton, I was like, "Oh, this is going to go well." I'm like, "Oh no!" He handed himself. And appa- so apparently, Officer Lee was also like, a, was also I don't know if he was a Confederate soldier, but he came from the South. Yeah, Savannah, uh, Savannah Georgia. Savannah, Georgia.
1: And, and he is North getting nothing North but dirt. shit for it.
0: Pretty much, pre- nothing but shit. Like no, nobody likes him. <laughs> He's fighting with all his, all his British colleagues. Or Irish colleagues. And it is not good. It's not good. He's, he, he's getting no shit. Anyway, so that's when Assam winds up. I think he, is that when he sees the people of
1: the, the, that... the rival? Yeah. Cause he's out, he's out collecting protection money with young June. And then he sees the people walk by and he follows them. And then he sees them throwing hatchets, and that's th- that's the building that is owned by the rival gang, I guess. Yep. And uh, yeah. young June catches him. He says, "Yo, man, this isn't our turf. We don't tread here." Blah blah blah. And so they leave. And then later on that night, he goes back by himself.
0: Yep. But um, before that, that's when that that's when that's when the Chinese laborers are killed. And then that's when um, Lee stops them. He arrests them. And then after that. We cut to the governor, who's who recently just married his wife. um,
1: And the wife wants nothing to do with it.
0: Oh, why? The governor reminds me of somebody. That actor of the governor reminds me of somebody, and I cannot think who it is. And it's not Nick Offerman. It's like he plays. he, He looks like a goofier Nick Offerman, but I can't think of who the fuck it is. Oh my god! I can't believe I can't think of it.
1: Are you talking about just purely physically he reminds you of someone or his like the like the, no, the no, like no
0: like his look. His look. I I I have the picture of the guy in my head and I just cannot oh,
1: hold on. I might know. Hold on. i you continue and I'll uh
0: Yeah. Oh man. But um Yeah, so well, that's going on. Oh, can I just say the fucking worst character in the show? Not like worst character like isn't he's a bad written character, but like I fucking hate him. The fucking governor's like sidekick, dude. With the one leg. Fuck that guy.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Fuck that guy. But, yeah. So that's. Oh, wow. This is actually based on the. So this is based on the writings of Bruce Lee. Interesting. Um, Bruce Lee wrote, wrote this, kind of sort of. Oh, I read something else real quick. It is based on an original contentment treatment by Bruce Lee. Oh wow, that's really interesting. Hmm. So this show is actually based on, apparently, uh, Bruce Lee was like writing, like was writing, I don't know, a movie or writing a novel or something. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, in 1971, Bruce Lee had developed a concept for a television series tentatively called Assam, about a martial artist in the American Old West. He was having trouble pitching it to Warner Bros. and Paramount, according to Bruce Lee's widow, Linda Lee. Lee Cadwell. However, Lee's concept was retooled and renamed Kung Fu with uh, David uh, um, or Cardinine, a cast in the lead role, but Warner Brothers gave Lee no credit. Warner Bros. stated that they had for some time been developing an identical concept created by two writers and producers, Ed Spielman and Howard Friedlander. The reason Lee was not ca- uh, was not cast was in part because of his ethnicity, but more so because of his thick accent. In 2013, perfect for entertainment, and Bruce Lee's daughter Shannon Lee announced that the series would be produced and would air on Cinemax, and that filmmaker Justin Lin uh, would, would, choose to, would choose to direct the series. Um, South Africa: That episodes renewed for the second season. So yeah, this is actually like originally based on a. Uh, this is originally this show is based on a on the writings of Bruce Lee. Pretty interesting. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Cool. Cool stuff. So if if nothing else when you over, I mean, people out there, people out there who are on the fence, writings of Bruce Lee. I mean, and the action scenes are are really good. The action scenes that are there are really good.
1: Hold on, Devin. I think I found the one that I think that you are trying to think of.
0: I I really hope you're right.
1: I'm gonna post it in Discord because what would SUB without some sort of visual context clue? Yep. Please. It's the is it is it this gentleman on the left?
0: Vague, yes, vaguely, it is him, but there is somebody else too who's more recent. Um, okay.
1: Because that's the one that I thought of. I, I kept going to Blazing Saddles and that. I don't remember I don't the know, character's sure. name in that, but.
0: Oh, my God. It's going to. I, I, I can perfectly see his face. I just cannot think of anything he's in to do it. Oh, my God. And I, it's, it's hurting my soul.
1: Yeah, see I just keep relating them to that one dude from Blazing Saddles, but
0: Yeah, that's totally fine. The governor, uh warrior. Oh my god. He was the governor, right? The mayor? He's the mayor, not the governor. I keep calling him the governor, the mayor. Oh, my God. It's going to bother me all day. Mayor Sam Blank. Who plays Mayor Sam Blank? Christian McKay. Which is not who I'm thinking of. I, I honestly cannot think of. Fuck. Right. Oh, my God. It's going to bother me all week. Oh, that's okay. It's, fine. <laughs> it's literally going to bother me until I think of his name. But God damn it oh my god anyway alright whatever it's not important it is and it's not it's important to me uh, but anyway so uh, basically after they're killed um, and they find out that the the two the two uh, Chinese workers who were killed belonged to like a popular or a um, like a rich guy in the city right
1: hold on I I think I might know who you're talking about maybe
0: Please, I hope you do, because it's gonna drive me the fucking
1: walls. You keep keep
0: keep describing so, the
1: show. I'll, I'll just post a picture once I find one.
0: All right. Yeah. So, uh, basically, after they're killed, uh, you know, he's like, "I want something done. I want your people. I want your people patrolling Chinatown." So then, basically, uh, the mayor goes down to the. Well, since his guy down to the police station is like, "Yo, make a make a task force, make him assigned to Chinatown. It's their job to patrol Chinatown. Make it look good, right?" So then they wind up giving it to uh, they give it to Big Bill, Big Bill O'Hare, Bill O'Hare. Uh, so he gets to create the squad of you know him and four other people. He's kind of mad about it because he he was I don't know if he was trying to leave the force or he was just trying to get off of like get like, get out of Chinatown. Like, I don't know if he was like on, like he was patrolling Chinatown. Cause he, they, they like, Oh, you're the one that knows Chinatown the best. And he was like, but I was trying to get out. Like, you know, you promised me I was, you know, after this month or whatever, I was, I was getting out, but I don't know if he was trying to leave or if he was trying to like leave the force or just leave Chinatown. I'm not sure which way that went, but basically he gets thrown back in. He winds up, you know, getting a bunch of people together. Um, and yeah, I mean, so he wanted to get on people together, and then one of those people was like, "Just fuck no, like I'm not doing it." One of them was really bad. Yes, yes, <laughs>
1: yeah. Thomas Lennon from Reno nine one one.
0: Yes, that is who it is. Yeah, he reminds me of so much. I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, oh god, my of thought is like gone, it non-existent. But anyway. So basically, that happens. He gets, he he, he designs. He's, he's assigned to create the task force. Creates the task force. Uh, he doesn't like one of the guys on the force. He's like, no, that guy's an idiot. I don't need him. So then he winds up getting Officer Lee. Oh, it's
1: because Officer the other Lee. guy's an opium addict, and you want to. Well, he's an opium addict, and him. he's also an
0: idiot. He's just like, I don't want him on the streets. Like
1: yeah. it's not. Like it's not. Like he's
0: not happy with anyone in the task force. But he's well, like, he's not
1: happy with doing the task force.
0: He's not happy at all. He's not a very happy person. They should bring that up later. They're like, are you ever happy? He's like, I'm happy now. I'm, like,
1: I'm hey, happy right now, now, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's debatable. What was
1: what was that cop's name?
0: Uh O'Hare. Uh Bill O'Hare. Bill, yeah, okay. Or William O'Hare. But yep. Yeah, so and we found out later that he's actually a part of like the like if he's not a part of, he's like affiliated with like the Irish mob.
1: Yep. But he also gets weapons and stuff from Chow. Because Chow's, yep. Chow's a hookup.
0: Yep. Chow's Man, there's that it, scene
1: really. where fucking. Aha, uh, whatever. Ahaan? Uh, uh, Assam? Uh, Assam, yep. Assam, we, we finally do find his sister. He finds his sister, and then, like, the sister fucking annihilates the two dudes in the alley with the fucking machete looking thing.
0: Was that the sister or was Uh, that the I think it was the the chick from the brothel I think it was the sister It looked like it was the chick from the brothel It looked like it was the chick from the brothel Like she got out of bed, did that and went outside But honestly, they they look really similar So I don't know
1: Yeah, I think it was the sister To try to continue waging war Between the two factions
0: Yep Um, Which that comes up later Because in the second episode the, The task force has to go investigate that
1: yeah, and fucking Officer Lee is fucking like sticking his fucking bare hands in the guts of this guy, and like he's doing like an autopsy and stuff right there on the field, and the other cops are just like this guy What's is doing? fucking weird.
0: I just love how he's like, he's like Officer Lee, are we disturbing you? He's like, no, no it's fine, keep talking. He's just like, put his guts back in his stomach.
1: Yeah, and then when he when he goes to walk away, he's like, Wh- whatever you just did right here, don't ever do it Never again. Never do that shit again. <laughs> Uh, apparently, like that cop just feels like essentially they're just the cleanup crew. They're there to like go in there, make sure the bodies get to where they need to go, and then get the fuck back out before the blades start flying again. Yep. Um. So yeah, yeah
0: uh, kind of his job. He's just like get in, get out, and move on with their day. Because like, um, at that same like opium, uh, like not hijacking, hijacking. Um, when they killed all those guys, they show up there to, to also investigate that. And then when they're investigating that, you know, uh, those guys, the, what is it? Who's the, what's the rival gang's name? Uh,
1: like Zao something or other. So like, there's a Z in it or like the, the, long, T.
0: the long Z. Yeah. The long Z. So yeah. So the long Z show up to get their people and, he, and he's like oh like you're just gonna let them just take the evidence and he's just like that that's not what we're here for we, we fucking show up <laughs> we clean it up they clean it up it doesn't matter just get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> yeah he, he he wants no parts he doesn't he doesn't really give a shit so that happens then uh then i think at, the, at that, like the end of the episode i think right around there i think her killing is her killing the two people at the end of the episode
1: of the first episode, maybe that might have even like, happened in part of the second episode. I don't remember now. no first I'm episode, the, first, the first, first episode was like an hour and a half long. Second episode, yeah, was 45 it, it threw minutes. me
0: off because I felt like I felt like I blinked and missed the transition of the second episode at some point. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, did I like is this? I like, guess it's a long episode. I know the second I mean, like, episode, the next episode went way quicker, and I was like, okay, what the fuck happened? Like, I know oh, this, hour and a half.
1: The second episode, the. The mayor's wife gets accosted and Assam steps in to help her and ends up getting arrested.
0: Yeah, which that fucking hit to the back of the head was gnarly as fuck. Hell
1: yeah. At first I was like, oh, they must have used the fucking slapjack, you know, the blackjack on him. But nope, he it was just a wooden club. It was just his baton that he had in his <laughs> yep. hand. Because like he had bought some of those blackjacks that are extra weighted. And I figured, oh, that's what he got fucking nailed in the back of the head with. Nope, not the case. Just a wooden, good old fashioned wooden baton.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, laid him it, out. It,
1: it did, you know.
0: Especially because, like, he wasn't expecting it. Because, like, so what happened was the uh, the mayor's wife was walking down the street, and she has like an Asian or or a, a Chinese. Um, she has a Chinese like valet handmaiden valet there you go that was the word for it she is like a chinese valet and you know she was kind of parading him like even like the uh not parading him but she was walking him in the street of like the air quotes like the hot pot like you know like the hot pot of the city where like basically all the drunk irishman hang out and it's just like don't do that because you're, you're just gonna you're just asking for trouble
1: yeah they call it like uh, the pool or the pond
0: or... the pool yeah, the pond or the pool like it's just where everybody i think it's like where a bunch of bars are and everyone just hangs there getting drunk um and yeah so like they did that and then like one of the guys trying to talk to her and she was ignoring him so he just walked up and started beating the shit out of beating the shit out of her valet and then he like threw her to the ground and another guy came up and that's when uh Assam came in and started, like, cause she was earlier, like, Assam saw her stand, like, she was window shopping, or we just standing there, and she dropped her glove, so he grabbed her glove to go take it back to her, and he, he happened upon that, so then he winds up breaking up the fight, and then, like, literally down the street, the cops are interviewing some people, they see that Officer Lee Cesar runs over, pulls the, pulls, you know, two of the guys off, pulls, pulls the two Irish guys off, and then they hit him, and knock him down. And then that's when Assam winds up, you know, he gets, you know, he's on the fight. He knocks him, you know, he, he knocks them both out. And he's like helping her off the ground. And then that's when Bill just comes in with the fucking club. He starts swinging. And they're like, yo, no, no, Bill, you got the wrong guy. He's like, nope.
1: Yeah. Even officer out. Lee was telling him you got the wrong guy. You got the wrong guy. He's
0: like, Nope. All I was the Chinaman beating up on you. He's like, no, that wasn't the guy that hit me. He's like, nope, that's not what I saw. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, okay. I, I see where this is going, Bill. <laughs> oh, man.
1: It's a very racist show. Okay. For all the listeners out there who want to, you know, jokingly say that I'm racist, go watch this show. This, this show is full of racism. <laughs> history is full of racism, people. Okay. Jeez. I'm not racist. And
0: never forget that yesterday was also history. You can you can combine those two if you so would like to. That's right. But anyway, more importantly, so that happens. So and then Assam's in
1: jail pretty much the rest of the episode.
0: Yeah, Assam's in jail and he's just not talking to anybody. He's acting like he doesn't know what he is. They wind up putting him down as uh, John his Chinaman. Well, yeah, like so Lee's trying. He's like, yo, you give me a name. Like, can we get a translator? Can I we feel do all bad this? for
1: Lee. Like he's he, trying he's to be a, trying a good to do his cop, best,
0: right? He's just trying to do his best. And then Bill comes over. He's like, like, there has to be a protocol of this. Bill's like, there is. John fucking Chinaman.
1: (laughs) John Chinaman, write it down. That's who you are. And then he just
0: drags Assam away. (laughs) Drags him into the basement, just chucks him in the cell. He's like, all right, there you go. Uh, So then she tries. So then um, it cuts to. This episode's more focused on like. So they wind up leaving him there. uh, The Tongue leave him in there because they're like, hey, this takes some heat off our back because. You know, the cops are looking at us for killing the two Irishmen in the alley. Yeah. He's like, this, you know, this takes heat off our back. You know, he's a hothead. We don't really know him like that. Leave him alone. And then, uh, uh, Young Tong or Young, 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 Young young, June. Young young June. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Young June is, he's like, he, he, he's actually like really like trying to be like friends with, with Assam. Like he actually likes Assam. He's like, yo, like, that's not right. Like we need to we need to do something about it, you know? Yeah. But it's also like, it's his dad telling him like to shut the fuck up. So he's just kind of like, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then, you know, so they're trying to communicate with, uh, with Assam, and Assam's just like not talking. He's in the basement. They call people, try different times. And then we wind up getting the, uh, the mayor. She go the mayor's wife goes to the mayor and tells her like, Hey, they got the wrong guy. You do something about it. And he's just like, Hey, shut the fuck up. Basically like, shut the fuck up. This is your fault. You were parading. You're pretty in around town. This is what happened. You know? Um, you know, and that guy, you know, he's wearing colors and you know, he's wearing a suit and colors of the Tong Gang. He's he's a bad guy. If he didn't do this crime, he did a crime, so he can fucking sit in jail and rot. Like, you know. Yeah. Basically. That was like his whole like his whole speech. Um, and then he winds up and then she winds up leaving, gets pissed off, and leaves. And then she runs to her dad and her, you know. And she tries not to worry her dad because it makes it seem like her. It seems like her dad didn't sell her, but kind of sold her
1: for the rights to put down the fucking the railroad. No, not the railroad. It's the the street trolley tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: the street trolley. Yeah, yeah. Like so, for that the goal. And it, it wasn't like he didn't sell her. He promised, like the mayor promised. Hey, like the mayor promised, like hey, you know, you know if you do this like you know if if you give me your daughter's hand da, 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 you know you'll be the first one to have access to the street trolley so he did it and then he's like now he you know he's coming to see him like hey you know you're not keeping good in your promise i have all these supplies that are just sitting here i'm losing money by the day like it, this is going to ruin me yeah you know and then and then basically like the mayor's assistant's all like well my my calculations you were already fucking ruined before we said anything uh, Dude,
1: that <laughs> assistant guy is a fucking
0: Scumbag. He is. And then, like, he left. Like, even the mayor's, like, he's like, hey, like, you know, I gave him my word, you know. What's going on?
1: I feel like he has his own agenda even behind the mayor.
0: Oh, for sure he does. Fuck that guy. For sure he does. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So, he's sitting there chilling. So, he's sitting there, and he's just like, yeah, you know, they they leave, and, you know, the guy leaves, and he's just like, okay, it's time for me to uh, do... Sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So when that happened, uh, basically after that, he's just like, "Hey, you know, it, you know, it is what it is. It's, you know, I'm, you know, he's like, he even says like, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm working on something. You know, business can be difficult. Give us a couple of weeks. You know, I'm working on something. Like he's like, he's like, he's dealing with the business end more so than the mayor is. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that happens. And then Yeah, so then he leaves. The you know, she winds up leaving and then she goes down to the police station herself, like, hey, you know, I need you, you know, I want to see the prisoner now. And then Bill's like, Ah, this is highly unorthodox and she's just like, Look, make it happen. <laughs> I'm the governor's wife, make it happen. Right. Yeah. So he takes her down and he's like, All right, I'll give you you know, I'll give you some time. So she's trying to talk to. Yeah, he's like, I'll,
1: I'll give you a few minutes seeing as though that's how long it'll take since he doesn't understand a word you say.
0: <laughs> yep. So she goes on there. She's talking to a song like, hey, you know, come on. They're really trying to put this on you. I know, you know, I know you're, you know, I know you're, you didn't do this kind of thing. And he's just kind of sitting there not saying anything. And eventually she winds up like she asks him about the murder. And he's just like, I'm not a murderer. He's just like, uh, I'm not a murderer. He's like, I don't. He's like, I didn't do that. And then she finds out that he can speak English, and then she's just like, Well, why don't you tell them? Why don't you talk and do that? He's just like, to them, I'm already guilty. Like nothing I say is really going to change that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And I'm trying to think, like, where did the episode go from there? Because that's pretty much that's the end we- of it. Well, no, that's when we got the sister... Because wasn't the sister meeting with the governor, like... The governor's the governor, assistant yeah. The mayor's assistant. Yeah, like, yeah, that's when we got sure, her... To
1: make sure that there's no peace between the two Tongues.
0: Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Which, that's yeah. why it
1: led me to believe that she was the one who fucking gutted those people to stop the peace from even happening. Because the, the one that she works for wanted her to set up a meet with Father June to try to discuss peace
0: yeah, to like renegotiate their treaty like that they had. Yeah. And you know, and and he's just like, you know, I've been down this road before I'm old, you know, I, I, this doesn't end well for anybody. Oh, that's right.
1: Second episode ends with the sister's boyfriend guy that Assam tried to fight and they were pretty uneven footing. Uh, him and Chow showing up to that other cop at the Harbor
0: yeah, 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 and, yeah, and then he fucking just shoots the he shoots yeah, the he, cop.
1: He makes a sh- he makes the cop shoot himself using like weird karate moves.
0: Yeah, he makes the cop shoot himself, and then he just gives uh he gives Chow the gun, like, "Hey, here you go." Yeah, and tells him, tells
1: him to clean up the body. Then that's that's where the show ends. It, it ends with Chow just letting out a sigh, like, "Ah, oh, this is my life." Chow seems like a really int- like okay. I will say, Young June. One of my favorite characters. I just, for whatever reason, I've always hated the trope of like that triad gang member who acts to be, who tries to be super cool, but this character seems to pull it off. Like he is the super cool. He seems like he's always wanting to have fun and that, you know, he, he is about the business, but he has fun doing it kind of thing. And he's a psychopath. Assam, you know, okay. Typical badass, like, whatever, until I learn more about his background. I'm not super invested in Assam as a character. Chow, I like Chow's character because he he seems to be playing all sides.
0: I even like Chow's philosophy, you know, because, you know, they bring like uh, him and when he's, when they're in jail, him and Live the fast, die rich. girl. Yeah, he's just like, he's just like, you know, he says something and she's like, she's like a stupid man would do that. She's like, you, you'd be better off trying to, you know, live a long life. He's just like, huh. he's like, there's no long life here. You, you know, I'd rather live fast and die rich.
1: Yeah. You don't come <laughs> to America for a long life.
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't come to America for a long life. I'd rather live fast and die rich.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um, the thing is, is like, he seems to want to help out a some. He seems to be helpful towards both rival gangs and the cops. Like he he's seems like a to be, really nice guy. He is a like, middle person who's really nice and respectful to most people. But then we see that scene where he's at the brothel, like fucking a chick, and he's just got all those whip marks on his back. Like he's yep. been through some shit. And I, I'm yeah. more interested to know more about Chow's story.
0: And also, too, I forgot to mention because then we we, we wind up getting the governor actually goes to the, or the mayor goes to the brothel. Yeah, in and a he's mask. There. Yeah, in yeah, a mask and then you know, he walks in and there's like, you know, and there's a chick there and, and he's like, good evening. And then like another dude, and then like a dude walks out of the corner, like, you know, a naked a Chinese guy walks out of the corner. He's just like, and good evening to you too. And we're yeah. like, oh, look at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah, so that's, little-
1: that's essentially the first two episodes of this warrior show. And like, like uh, I give you shit Devin for always recommending these shows. I I enjoyed the show. And I'm probably going to continue watching it. But I will say that if it doesn't... If it doesn't maintain my interest in the next couple episodes, it's going to be hard-pressed for me to want to continue it. Because, like... It's one of those shows where it's like, all right, I know the hooks are there, but are they going to fucking get them in the right spot to reel me in kind of thing?
0: And I'll say this. The show has an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Fucking... Old Boy has really good reviews with everybody and I fucking hate that movie. I despise it.
0: I understand that. I don't I don't I I don't follow that. I don't follow
1: critic reviews and
0: to be fair, the original Old Boy still No, the original Old Boy that subbed like that automatically oh, loses point. That one has an eight point four. The fucking Josh Brolin old boy has a five point five They both bad. suck. Sure.
1: The old the old boy I watched was the original one, the Korean one.
0: Don't you hate subtitles?
1: I do. I fucking hate everything. I hate uh, old boy. <laughs> but anyway, this is the here of there. We'll see about this this warrior show. It, uh, so far, it's good so far there are enough compelling characters that it's outweighing the characters that I really just dislike because there are a few characters in here that like when there's when, when they have screen time I just want to zone out until they're off the screen um like as of right now I'm not I'm not fond of the mayor I'm not fond of the mayor's wife like when they're on the screen it's just like oh, alright whatever
0: yeah, yeah. They're probably the driest story so far. I don't know if their story is. That's better, the perfect
1: but... fucking word to describe it. They're dry.
0: Yeah. Their story is probably the driest so far. Um I I, I I'll give you that. The the mayor and the mayor like the whole mayor story. I I, I do kind of like the scenes with the mayor's like fucking uh like assistant, but that's because I really want to see him die. No, <laughs> well. Fuck that guy, but uh, which I don't even know if he dies. But I want to see that guy die because fuck that guy. Yeah, but yeah, the mayor. I haven't like, he I haven't seen enough from him to like really like be like I'm invested in his story. His, his story is kind of dry, but I, I everybody else like I am kind of interested in their story. Like because I am kind of curious to see like what like what's Assam's kind of motivation now. You know that his sister kind of doesn't want shit to do with him. Yeah. And that was kind of his whole reason to come here.
1: Yeah, he literally came to America to find his sister to bring her back to China.
0: Which, which we really go over that conversation. So like she she was mad because he basically he he should have like he did something to piss somebody off in China. Um and basically to save his life, she fucking married the guy who was pissed off at him and wanted to kill him. Uh and then basically like beat her and raped and raped her like every night. Um and then you know he was supposed to be this big bad warrior and he never came to save her.
1: I am eager to know more about Assam's past as far as why they call him the warrior and like like what acts did he actually do that gave him that title like how badass really was he sort of thing
0: yeah like yeah i I Assam has enough hooks where i'm kind- of, I'm interested to see where he's going um. I, I, I like, seriously, I if would young, like to see- if
1: young June dies. I'm out. That's where that's where I stop. Listen, I've had this same mentality when I watched sons of anarchy. Okay. Now, did you ever watch sons of anarchy? I did. Okay. You, you know, Chibs, the Irishman. Yep. Uh, played by, I believe his name's Tom Flanagan. Yep. Uh, through ever since season one. I was always, Every single episode, every time, like me and my roommates, when when Eric and Desi live with me, when we would sit down and watch it weekly, and every single week, I'd say, if Chibs dies this episode, I'm not watching an SOA anymore. And that's been my, that was my mentality all through the seasons of soas is when, if, if Chibs dies, I'm done. He well, was my, he well, I was can't my can't favorite I if he
0: dies, because I don't know myself. He does I can't say, okay. out of no, 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 not Chibs, uh, Young June. Oh, Young June. Out of the 20 episodes that the show does have, he is credited to be in all 20 of them. Okay. So far, I can tell you that. All I right. don't know, but I don't know it could be flashbacks or like whatever, but all right. I, I don't I'll, know if he dies. I'll, I'll, I'll continue
1: watching unless he dies.
0: As far as I know, at least for this, like these two seasons, he's not dead. If I, wonder, he, if he, I he dies, wonder if his father dies and he Devin, might have taken over taken over his father. So
1: help me. If if young June dies, I blame Rob. That's fair. Okay. So with that being said, that's the warrior. That's what we, t- that's what we watched this week. Uh, Devin, there was something else I wanted to discuss with you. I wanted your take on something. This is, uh, this next little bit for those of you who aren't interested in D&D talk. Um, Thank you for listening so far. Uh, if you want to continue listening, you're more than welcome, but it is going to be D&D related.
0: Oh, we're talking D&D. Okay. Yeah, sure. I have a question for you. Go for it.
1: So, the fly spell Yay. is OP, I feel. So, it states if a flying creature is knocked prone has its speed reduced to zero or is otherwise deprived of the ability to move the creature falls unless it has the ability to hover or it is being held aloft by magic such as by the fly spell. So, for instance if somebody with the sentinel feet Attacked somebody who was hover or who was flying right above them and moved out of their threatened square. Could essentially stop them in their tracks using Sentinel, but they would continue flying. Also, if you had the capability, whether it be like a fighter using martial arts die and combat maneuvers, or not martial arts die, uh, your, um, what's the fucking, what's the fighter die that they use?
0: Uh the martial arts die. battle yeah. uh, master die, whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what it's called now. Um but anyway, if you were to use a maneuver, right, that says you knock yep. your target prone, and the the person that you're trying to do that to is affected by the fly spell, they can't be knocked prone. So how do you get how do you stop somebody
0: from Oh what part of the flying spell says that?
1: No, that's what it says in the PHB under Flying Movement. It says specifically, if a flying creature is knocked prone, has its speed reduced to zero, or is otherwise deprived of the ability to move, the creature falls, just flat out. Unless it has the ability to hover, or it is being held aloft by magic such as the Fly Spell. So that right. leads me to believe that if you have if you if you try to knock somebody prone who has the fly spell put on them, they are incapable of being knocked prone.
0: I will say this. I will say this. There is I mean there is a a relatively because the fly spell is concentration. So like if someone casts a fly spell on themselves right. concentration, they have to make the concentration save. Right. If they're or not could, if, or
1: you could dispel magic, I suppose.
0: Or, not even just that. Like, even if, like, the funnier thing is, is, like, if they're not paying attention to their wizard, and, like, it's like the barbarian who got cast fly, he's like 120 feet in the air. You know, he spent two rounds, like, going up. He's like, Oh, I'm going to dive bomb next turn. It's going to be crazy. And you're just like, Oh, well, the wizard casted on you. I hit the wizard. He takes 40 damage. He can't make that save. Now you're just going to fall 120 feet to your death.
1: <laughs> right. Now, My whole thing comes to, like, this whole conversation comes to effect because of, like, the martial classes, like, the non-range classes, like, barbarians and fighters who don't have a bow, who just have, like, martial weapons, melee weapons and stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're fighting a bunch of fucking people who are just flying around the battlefield, how do you fucking hit them? How how do you get that? You're literally just stuck there with your thumb up your ass.
0: Well, I mean, my guess the other question is, um... hold on a second.
1: And then I have another thing about Sentinel that I want to ask you about, like Sentinel specifically.
0: Go ahead, with the Sentinel.
1: So I thought I read somewhere that essentially if you attack somebody say a wizard, right Mm -hmm. who tried to move out of your square you attack with Sentinel, right you hit him their speed, be- their speed becomes zero.
0: Okay.
1: Now I thought I read somewhere that if that was like the first thing they did, they could then cast fly on themselves, which gives them s- a sixty-foot fly speed, and then they could use that fly speed to then move. Because that's, it, it because it happens be after the sentinel attack.
0: Well, the thing is. So, but
1: in Sentinel it says it reduces a creature's speed to 0 for the remainder of the turn. Right. So whether it's a fly speed, swim speed, or or running speed, their speed becomes 0 for the remainder of that turn regardless. Yes.
0: Yes, Sentinel is a very strong ability. Yeah.
1: But I from what I've read, it's literally I could move away you Sentinel me. I could cast fly, gain that fly speed, then I could continue to just fly away from you. That doesn't make sense to me.
0: But hold on. Mm Hmm... Trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah. See, I I don't know. Like, this just seems like the wording on okay. Sentinel. So
0: so so how people are. So okay. So how it is? It it does. So what people are saying it is Sentinel with that speed. Sentinel is how it's done. Is their speed drops to zero? We read it real quick here from the actual book. Hold on. That creature's speed becomes zero for the rest of the turn. So, the thing about it is, what some people are saying is the fact that the creature's creature it doesn't spend the creature's movement, it doesn't attract movement from the creature, it sets its speed directly to zero, and that setting lasts for the rest of the current turn. Do you know the this portion of the ability? It does not have any clause stating so that you know it prevents creature move from being increased again. So, a couple people are saying, like, yeah, that would work because it, while Sentinel sets their speed to zero for the rest of the turn, it does not say, like, they cannot gain another way of movement. like for instance um like getting hit with that and then casting misty step you technically would have zero speed but you also gained a different way of movement so you would be able to do that
1: yeah um, but i mean misty step that's a teleport
0: right but no no, no but, but i'm saying but people are saying like because of that it doesn't It does not stop you from gaining new speed it just puts your speed at zero so your speed becomes baseline zero for the rest of the turn from that point forward, but does not stop you from gaining speed. So if you then cast like haste or you cast, or I don't, know, I don't know what haste or whatever gives you speed, but I'm trying to think of something that gives you speed. Fly. Besides like fly. Well, like, yeah, like so fly technically would work. They could do that, but they, w- it would, they would still have to move. It would still subtract from that movement. So like if they can move up to 60 feet you can't move, you know, it's, you can't use a track what they moved previously from that 60 feet because you can't, obviously, you can't extend past your your movement per turn, per action.
1: Right, but if they hadn't moved yet and they were just about... If to they move, hadn't
0: moved yet, then theoretically, yeah, like, you could, and you hit them with that, you could theoretically, if they cast fly, they could and just, like, fly away. Like, technically. Uh, what, how, how people are saying it. This seems like something that Donnie brought up, and...
1: No, it was brought up to me. By? Well, I mean, it, it, about things that are going to be happening in the home game. Like, Austin mentioned it to me specifically, because it's going to come into play with the Sentinel feat that I have. I will say this.
0: I will say this. That you, I, I mean, it is, so the way people are breaking it down is they're, they are saying Let me see. So so here you go, right? So like example. like somebody gave another example, like long strider. Um has the effect of the target speed increased by ten feet until the spell ends. Zero plus zero feet plus ten feet equals ten feet. So you would have ten feet from that point on. Or fly, you would have sixty, the 60 feet. feet. So like if you hit guess long strider, you could move another ten feet. Um but like for instance, the like Tabaxi's racial trait of when you move on your turn in combat, you can double your speed till the end of the turn because your speed is set to zero. It doesn't give you a new static increase. Doubling zero is still zero.
1: Right. No, I get that. So,
0: that's what they're saying. But, I mean, I've also seen people say, like, no. like So, I mean, it just really depends on your DM at that point. There's not, like, a hard rule for it. Unfortunately. I, <sighs> can, see it, I can see it either way. But, I mean...
1: Well, like I jokingly asked like I, I told Austin I was like so this just means that every character every enemy we go up against is going to have the fly spell now.
0: This is just generally like, why I I dis- this is generally why I dislike uh much got. I it's a good it's a good ability but I generally dislike the sentinel feet.
1: I think it comes in handy more often than not but it's very it's, it's v- a matter it's of very,
0: it's, it's one of those feats it's one of those feats in the game or one of those abilities in the game that is very good but it's obviously built for a certain type of character but it's also can get abused by other classes if they want to uh, other people. It's, it's built for your frontline tank to like make sure they don't get behind you and they stay in front of you and right which is
1: essentially it. what my character is
0: right which is totally fine. Like, and that's, that's fine. Right. Like,
1: but like my characters, so I play an orc, right. An right. An orc bear totem barbarian. Yep. And I have sentinel and I use a two handed maul for a weapon. Okay. Now that is the only weapon that I have is a two handed maul. Essentially. I do not have a bow. I do not have a ranged weapon. So if we're fighting a bunch of things that just start flying around, I literally am going to sit that entire combat with my thumb up my ass. You have a javelin? I do have spears, but they are not magical. So and a lot of the stuff at this level we're fighting has um either resistance or immunity to bludgeoning slash piercing from non-magical weapons.
0: See, I would say like, see, I would say if your DM designs an encounter like that, knowing what you got like, that's kind of jank, but I mean Hmm. I mean, I guess the other option is if you have multiple attacks, you could technically attack with one stop them and then grapple them (laughs)
1: Well, no, not not using the sentinel, sentinel feet because that's an that's an reaction. You wouldn't be able to use an action. Right. Like but you can't use the sentinel if thing. If as they're
0: a, moving, if they're already in the air with the fly speed. Well, if they had the fly speed, once you hit them with the fly, if they're using the fly speed and you hit them, they're already at zero. Like they right. can't. Yeah, I get more. that,
1: but I, I'm talking yeah. more so if they're if their way of getting around me is to move away, make me waste my sentinel feet, and then them casting a 5th level spell on themselves to fly the rest of the way out, I get that. And yes, they are wasting a 5th level spell just to get away from me. But it's more so the fact of... I I guess I'm going to have to get a bow or something. like 3rd level. Is it 3rd level? It's 3rd level. Either way, I just like...
0: I mean, look, 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 I'll be honest, right? If I'm, I'll be honest. And this is just my, my, my personal opinion <sighs> a, of a player and a DM. Um, if your DM puts you in a situation where, because you have one feet, every enemy you go up against has something to directly counter that. That's not good DMing in my book. I will say that.
1: Now I will say this too. I do not agree with like logistically, Oh, so I, uh, my last totem thing that I took was the, the wolf totem. So what that allows me to do is if I hit somebody with a melee attack or if I hit somebody, yeah, with a melee attack as a bonus action, I can just knock them prone. There is no, there is no saving throw for it. There is no check for it. It's simply, I knock you prone. Yep. But now, I don't agree with the fact that even if you have the Fly Spell on you, if you're within my melee range, I should still be able to knock you prone. You can. No, a flying creature being held by the Fly Spell cannot be
0: knocked prone. No, no, you can still be under the effect of prone. You just float, they float in the air. They would still take the effect of being prone. So they would still have to use their half their mm-hmm. movement to stand to like regain their ability to fly like normally. So you could still impose the disadvantage of them being prone. They're just not grounded on that prone. They're just floating in the air.
1: So then what would that would how how would that affect my my additional attack my extra attack would, you would they be still, prone
0: you would still, yes they still technically in in my opinion they would still be prone um so like let me hold on a second let me pull it up real quick again so flying creature 5e um flying creature flying creature flying creature Or fly speed, not flying creature. Flying movement. Flying creature not prone. If a flying creature is not prone has have speed, or otherwise its ability, the creature falls unless it has the ability to hover or is being held aloft by magic as the fly spell. So all that's saying is, they still are under the condition of prone. They just float in space. They just float in the air uh, via fly. So they can still be knock prone. The flying movement, all it says, uh, if a flying creature is not prone, has the speed reduced to zero, or is otherwise deprived of its ability to move, the creature falls, unless it has the ability to hover or it's being held aloft by magic, such as the fly spell. It does not say that the fly condition or the fly spell prevents them from going prone. So they're still technically prone, they're just not on the ground. But they are prone. So if you're in range of them, you would still get the advantage of the prone. Per the rules, again, the if the DM says I don't agree with that, well, I mean the rules are out the window. But that per the rules, under flying movement, nothing that says that it doesn't say like the creature is not prone unless you know the creature is not prone if it has all this da da da, da. and then it says you know it in the prone is because it's negated by having being held by magic or having the ability to hover. Okay. Cuz the, the 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 unless it has like it says unless it has the ability to hover or is being held aloft by magic is followed by is followed is following the has its speed reduced to 0 or is otherwise deprived of the ability to move the creature falls. So it says the creature falls unless it has the ability to hover or is being held off by magic. So all that says to me is that they do not fall, but they are not immune to being prone.
1: Okay. So they would essentially be prone, like, so they would just be flips like sideways and just be floating in the air. Yeah.
0: Effectively. Yeah because like even a baseline flying creature like so in that statement a baseline flying creature can be not prone even if they're flying but usually they fall they just don't fall if they have the ability to hover or being held by magic but they can be not prone they just don't fall so they just But float see I, it, right?
1: I figured see the way, the reason I thought the other way other way is because they're I feel like they're differentiating Creatures that can fly naturally versus creatures that are flying via magic.
0: Well, no, though, the, what they're differentiating about that partially is cause like some, I think some races, some races naturally hover and some, um, some like if, so technically like if, cause it would make sense, right? Like if I cast fly on you and you got knocked prone in the air, my magic is still affecting you. You, you don't fall. Right. If I cast fly on myself and then I got hit, oh yeah, if I hey, failed, I okay. Contract.
1: I think this is what you just read. Note that whether it can hover or not, unless the creature is immune to the prone condition, the other effects of the prone condition apply. So the creature's yes. attacks have disadvantage, and the attacks against the creature have advantage if they are made from within five feet, or disadvantage if they are made from further away.
0: Yep. And also when they, to move, they have to take the move action to stand up. So he has to take half his move to rewrite himself. Right. Which if I'm not mistaken, which is why. But now here's a
1: question. Now, hold on. Let me ask you this, because if you're lying on the ground, if you're prone as, as a non-flying creature, you can crawl along the ground. It just costs you more movement. You can essentially move half your speed while crawling. Now, if you're hovering, and essentially you're held aloft by the fly spell, but you're sideways, could you move your full movement just sideways? Because that is still just magically flying, or would you still say say that it takes half your movement?
0: you're, You're under the prone condition, so I would say no.
1: Okay. See, this is where mechanically it makes sense following these rules, but thematically it doesn't make sense in my head. Like,
0: yeah, a prone creature's only movement option is to crawl. Once it stands up, therefore, it ends the condition. The creature has its advantage that grows. So I mean, yeah, like, so you basically the way it would be like is, you're, you could even <laughs> a, a better way to picture a prone for a flying creature, especially one that doesn't have natural wings. Imagine like they don't really have full control. Like you hit them and they're just like spinning. They're just spinning in the air.
1: Yeah, like a top. Yeah, you're
0: spinning in the air like constantly, and then like you fucking like they have to like take the action and, like right themselves.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. That makes it. That know, makes it make more sense in my head visualizing. Yeah. It, like so. a
0: flying creature can't fucking crawl. Like you can't crawl. Now, if the DM wanted to say like, okay, they could move at like half or quarter speed, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Like I don't know what the speed difference of crawling is. I
1: think crawling to, is just half. Have you can only move up to half your movement.
0: Yeah, like, so I would say this, like, I would say like, if, if I was being DM, I'd be like, if you wanted to give, like, a, a flying creature the ability to air quotes crawl in the air, I'd say it's half speed and it provokes opportunity attacks. Yeah. Or something like that. That's what I would do. But, I mean, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, you would still technically get your the advantages of, of them being prone. Again, That you, the DM may argue otherwise, but that is in my opinion, how it should be ruled, like, part of the actual rules. Right. Yep.
1: All right, well that was my question with the D&Ds. Yay. Uh, Glad so that being said, we're over the hour, we're right around the hour 15 mark. Um Let's see.
0: I'm Caboog. Uh
1: Just gonna ask another question I don't remember now
0: was it d d related
1: no uh eh, I don't know if I, if I remember it I'll write it down and we'll do it next time
0: all right no problem uh,
1: but with that being said uh devin have why don't we get a life advice from devin this
0: week life advice with devin uh mmm I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know.
1: You know what, Devin? That inspired me to have a life advice for you this week.
0: All right, go for it.
1: Sometimes people, you just can't come up with the answer.
0: Yep. And then, uh, this fortune cookie online tells me to tell you to borrow money from, from a pessimist because they don't expect it back.
1: Hold on. Online fortune cookie. I wanna, I wanna give you one now. I uh, crack open my cookie. It says,
0: Our, here? Here's bad life advice. If you need to work <laughs> on something electrical, but you don't know where the breaker panel is, just kink the wire like a garden hose stop to stop the." That's flow not electric. how
1: that will work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's okay. That's in. That's the. Yeah, that's, that's all for the life advice. Uh.
0: Well no, well see now you can follow that up with unlife advice. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Well, this week with getting real with Rob, shit's getting real for Rob. That's all you guys need to know. This De- week getting
0: real with Rob, kinking kinking an electrical wire will not stop current. Will
1: not stop current. <laughs> <laughs> uh Devin, where can people find you on the internet?
0: Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Mr. D3. And as always, you can find me on eBay at don't have sex at the chopping jalapenos.
1: Oh, shit. Hey, what is this? What is this thing that you mentioned a little while ago about things being in the works on your Mr. D3 Twitch thing?
0: Yeah, that is. Uh, I intend on doing a Pokemon Nuzlocke, but I do have some life like changes happening right now. So I'm just trying to wait for my schedule to get more concrete so i know kind of what time i'm working with now so, what what is you, a, a pokemon what a pokemon nuzlocke
1: now what's a nuzlocke
0: explain this it's to gonna you. be a it's gonna be a blind nuzlocke for me because i've never played pokemon sword or shield so i intend to be doing that and probably a weekly basis at least one or two days a week playing that and a nuzlocke is effectively it's not gonna be a randomizer nuzlocke just random a, a regular nuzlocke is uh basically it is a self-imposed rules in Pokemon in the Pokemon game that make it harder for you. Um for instance and uh, and technically under these rules you can lose a Pokemon game. Um we're like you know, standard Pokemon game, you fight, you your Pokemon dies, you white out, you go to Pokemon Center, you heal up, you go back and try again. Well, this is first rule is the Nuzlocke, the standard Nuzlocke rule. I think there's three standard Nuzlocke rules. Let me just I don't wanna mess it up. I've don't I'll talk my head one second. Nuzlocke rules. The three standard Nuzlocke rules are: any Pokemon that faints is considered dead. It must be released or put into the Pokemon storage system permanently. So basically, uh, you can catch a Pokemon. So you catch that Pokemon. It must it if it faints, it, it's dead. It's considered dead if it faints.
1: But then, so. can you go back and try to catch another wild one of that same type?
0: that will i will answer this question okay. so the player may only catch the first wild pokemon encountered in each area Ooh. so all the different routes you only whatever your first encounter is which is a little bit more difficult in sword and shield because there's overworld encounters which means there's pokemon that like pop up on the screen and you can see what's there so i intend on having like a blindfold or something when i get to like a point i'm going to spin around put a blindfold on it, like run to the wild randomly and see what happens um and yeah you know if I if if you catch it you got it cool if you kill it and while battling you don't get a you don't get an, an encounter for that route if you kill it or it runs away you it's considered a failed encounter and you don't get one for that route also too because you have to capture the first you only get it one chance and the first thing you see you have a really hard time bouncing out your team for like the next gym you like for instance like if you pick like the fire starter. Well, if your first gym is a rock gym, you're going to have a hard time because you're weak against, you know, uh, rocks, weak against, or fires, weak against rock and ground. So you're like, well, what do I do? You know, usually in regular Pokemon games, I can just like try to catch something that would give me an advantage. But if I don't run into anything that gives me an advantage, well, I'm in trouble. Right. So it's those are, and then the, the third rule that is not as optional, but people, everybody kind of does it. Um, Is you have to nickname all your Pokemon's for the sake of having like a a stronger emotional bond to them, so you actually care if they die, to some degree.
1: Is that something that not a lot of people do in Pokemon? Is name their Pokemon's?
0: Not everybody does. Some people don't. Some people just play the game. Like usually, usually when I when I play through like the first time, I don't usually name my Pokemon, and then like the second time through, I'll usually like name them. Like I'll pick a theme for the name. Like one, I named it. Like one time, I named all my Pokemon after flavors of ramen. Oh, okay. So I, so I had like, like like zesty chicken and uh, beef. <laughs> um, right on. yep. So yeah, blackout, Whiteout's game over. The starter Pokemon must be it doesn't have to be randomly chosen, but usually the starter Pokemon you can make it randomly. These are all optional rules. Uh, starter Pokemon is randomly is randomly chosen. You usually, roll a dice and you just take what you get. Um, the harder version of like the only route is you, you catch the first Pokemon after each gym battle, which means you don't get an encounter until the first gym, which means you have to beat the first gym with one Pokemon. But I I don't do that one. I usually do the ones I usually do is I usually don't use stat increasing items in battle. So I don't use potions or any of the X items in battle. And I don't do um, I don't over level the gym leader. So I can't go into a gym with a Pokemon over leveled with a higher level. I can't start it with a higher level. I can't start the gym leader battle with a Pokemon higher level than their highest level Pokemon. Okay. So that's why I usually now, do it.
1: I have a request. Yes. And you can 100% shoot me down, but I figured this will be interesting.
0: Go for it. What when you, you,
1: when you go to do this, there's what usually three of the Pokemons that you can choose at the beginning.
0: Yeah, there's three.
1: Let me roll the dice to see which one you start with.
0: That's fine. Yes, I mean this is it's all fine. This is all blind. Like I, I literally have I've I have not watched past I think the second gym battle in. Sword and shield. Like I, 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 I know almost nothing about the game. Like I know of some of the Pokemon, but I know almost nothing about the game. Like what's on the route, and I'm going in completely blind. So I'm probably going to fail. And my objective is to do this, do this until I succeed. So if I fail like 40 times, I'm going to be restarting from the beginning of the game like 40 times. Like that's the objective. <laughs>
1: well, I just, I just want to roll for your first attempt. I just want to roll the. I want to be the one to roll the dice to determine who you get.
0: That's fair. Uh, I'm okay with that cool that's cool with me.
1: who do you but know I... who do you know who the starter pokemans are in that game
0: i do it's sobble groky and score bunny
1: cool i know nothing about any of those <laughs> so it will be good
0: uh here, here. <clears throat> i will send you a picture of sobble groky and score bunny so, uh...
1: and i will tell you which one i like just based off of the appearance
0: you're going to like probably like Sobble the most, I would say. So this is Sobble.
1: Oh, I like bunny rabbits. He looks surprised. He looks like he looks like he's surprised, but also dropping a deuce and maybe surprised that he is.
0: Hold on. I heard how to spell his name. I think it's K-E-E? Gro- Grookey. Grookey. That's what it is. There's Grookey. And then,
1: oh, he looks like a weird tree monkey.
0: He is a tree monkey. That is exactly what he is. And then there's Score Bunny here.
1: Okay, that's like Tricks the Rabbit's cousin.
0: Yep. Um, so. The evolutions of these, like uh, Sobble, the first one, he gets emo and then he becomes like a spy. Uh, the monkey become gets two sticks and then gets a big drum and like green dreadlocks. And the bunny becomes a soccer star.
1: Well, I'm not going to lie. Uh, just based off of pure looks and first impressions, of these three... My favorite is the surprise Dookie.
0: Yeah, Sable. I thought you, Sable's gonna be the
1: first one, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Sables the best.
1: Yeah, surprise Dookie. And he's yeah. not even just surprised that he's taking one; he's like surprised that he you are watching him take one. He's just like, oh, close the door, man. It's weird. Ooh. Anyway, okay, so we're gonna end the episode there. Thank everybody for thank you everybody for listening. Um. Had, and then he gets emo.
0: That was the. That's same the same pokemon like, hey, Then he gets emo.
1: Oh god. Okay, I don't like that one.
0: And then he becomes like a fucking detective. He becomes a, Yeah, he he becomes like a like James Bond Pokemon.
1: All right. Now, what's the second? And show me the second and third of the bunny.
0: Of uh, the bunny. Hold yeah. Because the bunny was uh, my
1: next favorite.
0: All right. Hold on. Skabunny. Skabunny. Scorbunny. The second and third scorbunny balls into Raboot.
1: Oh, I get what they did there. Alright. Alright. He kind of gives me like the uh Vincent vibe from Final Fantasy Seven.
0: And then that's the same bit. Uh, leave me alone It's it. the <laughs> Same one,
1: Devin. <laughs> Oh, he's giving people Das Boot.
0: Uh, yeah, so he, he becomes a soccer star.
1: I will say I like the second and third evolutions of the rabbit more than I like the second and third evolutions of the weird, surprise dookie lizard. And
0: then I will say this, because we, we did it. I'll show you Groogie. You, you know, no, no one cares
1: about serious. the tree monkey.
0: So here's Thwacky, his, 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 his middle form. His it, two it almost, sticks. It,
1: his two sticks
0: he does hold two sticks but this picture doesn't have a two sticks
1: Des are his mean. drumsticks man oh I like him he angry him him grumpy monkey
0: <laughs> and then you have rilla
1: hopefully he's grumpy too oh man okay I like the grumpy monkey why doesn't his first evolution look grumpy? His first one's like all happy and shit, and then he just realizes exactly what you did and that you've enslaved him and make him pit, you know, pit fight against other Pokemans, and he's just very unhappy with life.
0: <laughs> he's also a drummer.
1: It's literally all downhill for this monkey. So. All right. Well, with that being said, thank everybody for listening. Uh, you guys can follow me on ja- on Twitter at JaxForceWalker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, and on eBay at Looking for This Grumpy Monkey. Uh, and until next time, everybody, fuck Booster Gold. FBG. Down, 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 down. Burn out, burn. Grumpy monkey Grumpy uh-huh. monkey coming out. Grumpy monkey Surprise dookie Grumpy monkey